Yo, what's up? This is Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai. 20 years in the game, ex-fighter and current Muay Thai trainer. Hey guys, my name's Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. I've been in the game for 12 years fighting and 8 years coaching. And you are listening to the Ring Lovers Podcast. I won't lie to you. My hair is fucking tight on my head. I, I bet it is. How's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Ring Lovers Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Pinky. And I'm from Full Tilt. And I'm from Team Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here to, cause, to talk podcasting. Now, I was just talking to, to my buddy Pinky here about my head. I've recently I braided my hair today. I'm about to fly out and go to... New South Wales for Bex fight this weekend. She's getting her hair braided. I let my mohawk grow out because I'm a fucking scumbag from Salisbury, and I've decided <laughs> to scum it up even mer- worse by braiding it. So now I, you know, all I'm missing is the drugs to sell for my drug dealer haircut. You can never shave. Nah. Oh, oh you, you mean the sides? No, your face. Nah, bro. Nah. Nah. If you if you had a, if you were cleaning shaving, I look like look... I'm ten years old. That's hot. I know. <laughs> I might do it next week before seeing you. <laughs> I'll come down and see you. But like, hey, buddy, I got a got a surprise for you. What is it? A shaved <laughs> my face, <laughs> my anus, <laughs> my anus. But yeah, no. So um, so obviously that's what we're doing this weekend. We um, just before we record, it's a Wednesday today. We're getting the recording done early because I'm off to uh, Revsby Workers Club for my missus to uh, win an Australian Australat no an Australasian title. Yeah, Australasian title um so we're going over to fight she's got a pro boxing fight over there and where are you off to this weekend i'm sir? off to the melbs i'm off to the melbs for roots rebellion yes um love getting back over to fucking victoria at any opportunity so i'm um, yeah gonna go over gonna jump in the corner for brownie yes and enjoy some fucking muay thai doing any uh any commentating on this one I- I've been asked to, and, I, and I'll, I'm pretty sure it's all. It's not doing two separate shows this time for the Roots and Rebellion. It's kind of like blended. Yeah. So it's kind of like an undercard and whatever. So I don't think there's. I don't think they're having different commentators for both shows or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I'll be commentating. I'll be, you know, I'll be cornering on Roots anyway. So yeah. yeah. No. Pretty happy just to be going along, bruh. Cool. Cool. So who's? So obviously, uh, Brownie's training out of is out of Flinders, isn't he? Yep, yep. So he's out of Flinders. So who else is going over, or is it um, Matt Reaney, who's just one of the boys there? Matt Reaney, yep. he's he's had one or two fights. Yeah, they're really good mates and stuff. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, Wong, he just asked me to jump in the corner. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. And has he been down or anything? like? Come down for sparring. Yeah, yeah. Come for sparring. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. He's looking yeah. all right. Looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Sweet. What yeah, about? Man. Yeah. His last drink of water was against uh, Fifty Shades, was it not? No. 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 no, no, no. That's right. He fought since then. Yeah, he fought since then. He fought on um, in the four man on these. That's Fury. right. Yeah. Um, and he fights again three weeks later. So he fights, oh, cool. fights again on so honor in um, Queensland. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Ass. Racking him up now, which is good. What's uh? I've never heard of honor. It's a new show. Yeah, is it this, um, their, this pretty, their first crack? Sure Nick Trask and someone else. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so it's their first one, I'm pretty sure. I think they got James Honey as the main event or something. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Wonderful. Well, yeah. new shows are good. Yeah. All new shows. Now, is this a pro show? <laughs> Let's have a talk about your post because we'll bring it up again because yep. it's been in amongst our our people and we get like i've been i keep swinging back to it to read the post there's nothing yep. but support yep. in that whole thing but i'm talking about the post if you didn't miss if you didn't see it jump onto team pinky muay thai new and have a look the at the post that's all about the way that shows you know a good little breakdown of shows of um how do you did you break it down to an a class and a b class and so, I so it was so I, I sort of considered interclubs as d class yeah so that's a you know a, a non a non thing in in the real scheme of things i guess so d class is like interclubs c class is amateur so fully padded same day weigh-in yep no walkouts just sit next to the ring get in and fight b class needs to be you can have a walkout day before Wayne. You can have a walkout, no padding, um, three by threes. Um, also, like you know, you get the announcer standing in the middle of the ring yeah, with the yeah. and the winner. You know, oh like yeah, yeah, you get a, bit, a winner and a little bit of suspense yeah. and stuff. And then the A class is you know all the bells and whistles, like yeah, whether it be fireworks, whether it be so B is also pro, 
but it's just not as flashy. Yeah. So, you know, you can also have like a pro-am show on that. So So you can have a mixture of them. You have a mixture of them, but then, you know, for the main guys, you have your fireworks. That's that's, 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 that's my main thing I sort of point out. You have your your fireworks, you have a bigger bigger announcement in the ring, like, um, whereas it should be, you know, in the blue corner, it's Billy Bob in the red corner, whatever, you know, like less of an announcement going on on the B class, and then A class, you do all the bells and whistles, you know? Yeah. And you can have a mixture of all, like, you know, A, B, and C on a show, but you have the different levels. Like, you have them, you know, the, the C class, have them sit next to the ring, jump in and fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then your, your B class, you have them have a walkout with their walkout songs. And then A class, you get all the flashy shit, flashing lights and whatever. So, where do you think ring girls sit? <laughs> you know ring girls? You fan of ring girls? Not at all. I'm a, a fa- like, fan of ring them. I get it. I get it. Ring girls. What about dances at shows? Do you like dances at the shows? No. What about an auction, mate? Let's oh, do the bells. Let's go for a pro show. Right? Here's what I want. Them. I want. I want. A, I want an hour break Ugh. with girls dancing in an auction. Nothing. That's the best thing oh, for a pro. Oh. Every pro show to have. Don't do it. No. In in the nineties. <laughs> I get why you do in it. In the nineties you know, or the early two th- <laughs> mid two thousands, that shit worked. But yeah. people are going there now. It used to be going there for. a like a night out. Yeah, that's Whereas right. Whereas now yeah, people yeah. are going for Muay Thai. There's Flights, more educated yeah. people. Just do the right... Just do the Muay Thai yeah. bit. You don't even need big breaks, man. Like, yeah, if, that's, if, that's if you're having, that if you're having a say, joke, a C and B class show, then have a 15-minute intermission. Yeah. Then at the end of that intermission is where you turn the lights out. So then there's lights for the walkout. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Even B classes don't even need lights out for the walkout. But that's what I'm just talking... You know, another one of those things. Man, to se- separate an A and a B class, you know, have the the room lit properly for an A class, you know? For a, for a B class, they can, you know, still have some lighting and stuff, but yeah, yeah. don't have don't have it so dark with spotlights and all yeah, that sort of shit. Right, you know? yeah. So that was a good, so so with this honour show, that was leading back to that. What do you reckon? It's, a bit it's of a Queensland, yeah, it'd yeah. be fucking, it'd be first timers fighting no headgear, yep. three by three, I don't know, who knows. do it, but yeah. Anyway, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new uh, promotion, something else that we can get fights on, so yep. we'll, we'll see how it goes. So good luck yep. for that show, and, and as I said, jump on the uh, Instagram and take a look at that post, um, because it is a good one. It is getting traction. Please share it around, because it's a good one. It's a good bit of education. I think every promoter out there can read and probably go, oh, I might take a couple hints I've, from this. I've, I've had a, I've, especially a few of the guys that are applying for promoters licenses, promoters licenses locally yep. have hit me up saying they love it, and... You know, even have, after a chat, have changed their mind to going for C class because that's what we we're lacking here. We don't have we don't have anything feeding bigger shows. No, and we technically we don't even have bigger shows. <laughs> it's like our you know our bet like best show is Pride, and you know even that needs to be broken into two cards. Yeah, it could be. As, yeah, it could but be, I, but yeah. I still think you know like where we need to separate you know having it the first half as c class yeah with the lights on and all that sort of thing and then b class doing it up a little bit you yeah know? that's right i'm hoping you know i'm hoping that's what happens and and i'm hoping by more promoters which they are they are coming more promoters doing the amateur doing the c grade c class thing getting the c class built up so that we have a huge pool of quality guys debuting as pros yeah so then they go on to the B. It might be their first fight on the B class on a B class event. It's their it's their first fight on it, but it's classy. You know, they, they've already they've already had three or four amateur fights or more. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm doing a thing now. My my thing is 10, 10 amateur fights. Yep. So you know, it's not it's not a uniform thing like everything. You might have someone who's had three amateur fights and they're just too fucking good to be an amateur. Yeah, so I know what you mean. But, yeah. but my my baseline is going to be 10 amateurs. I've got one guy who hasn't fought for, I think, four years or something. Yep. Um, he's never actually fought in padding and stuff. And, you know, I've just been telling him that I, he will be fighting in padding because I'm kind of done with the just fucking A-classing them, you yeah, know? Like yeah, B yeah, class yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever, you know? Everyone needs to work up to it. And, and whether it be starting from zero or starting from, you know, whether you've already had a few fights and... Going back to then taking yeah, a backward yeah. step or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Like I'm. Yeah, but is it a backward step if you're going to develop your skill? You know, like you put your you put your your pads on like backward step is as in class. Yeah, as in class of show. But I mean, like yeah. if it's only going to make shit better, like is it really yeah. that bad? When, if when you you've had four that? when you've had four fights as an amateur, but unpadded and all that sort of shit, like 
man, putting some pads on and. Oh, I mean, you, up you a br- few. like yeah, yeah. I was gonna say your first couple of fights with no pads as an amateur, you're probably in more fear than you are of like what the fuck's going yeah. on. So this guy's had four, had yep. four fights unpadded. Yeah, okay, and now right. I'm gonna make him fight padded. Yeah, he hasn't fought for years, and all right, you can start fighting on the on the padded shows, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to bring up was the uh, MTA Junior Development Day, yeah. which are uh, like we ham on all the time about our juniors yep. and how we think it's great for them to um like they need a platform. Well, the MTA Junior Development Day is happening here in Adelaide on Sunday, the 16th of October. It's 12 to 10, uh, no, 10 to 12 in the morning at uh, the SA Judo, Judo Academy. Yeah, um, thanks, mate. No so I just had delivery. Sweet. Um, I like that. Um, now, uh, so yeah, it's at the SA Judo Academy. Um, it's going to be good. Are you? you I'm got not some here that weekend, oh, but I've here? made it compulsory for any of my juniors that are in the fight team. Yep, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yep, I'm pretty much sending. I'm pretty certain my whole fucking kids class are going. Cool. So there's 40 kids that are going. If I can get them all down there, man, we've got like like I was asking Beck the other day. We've got something like 50 kids enrolled in our kids' classes. Fuck. It's fucking mental. That like is nuts. 27 kids in the five to eight year olds. And they, they, I mean, <laughs> thank God they all don't rock up at the same time because it would be yeah. a fucking hectic. But um, so we've got that, and then we've got a, and then we've got about 17 or 18 in the older ones. Yeah, cool. um, our older ones, we've got a good bunch of girls that I'm hoping that'll all go. Sick. And we've got a couple of good dudes. Um, Noah will probably take Noah down. I'm going to cool. take Cub down. I'm going to chuck him in his shins and go, come on, mate, this is part of your training. You've got to do it. Yep. For two hours, it'll be good because then I don't have to train him. Yeah, you know, like someone else is going to train him and he'll do yeah. as he's told that yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. You know? My, but, my, well, I'll be in Cairns with my family, actually, that okay. weekend. So, yeah. Sweet ass. Sweet ass. But, yeah, so um, if you are, yeah, register your juniors. You've got to register them with the MTA. And I'm pretty certain it's a free event from that. They do some sparring no, and stuff like that. I think it's like a, I think it's sixteen dollars or something. Oh, okay, it? yeah, free for MTA club members. Okay, oh, that, oh. I don't know. Could I be. Che- know. It's going to be cheap anyway. Yeah, I just, it'll be I, cheap. Come down. Yeah, I do it. I guess it must be free then. Yeah, I don't know. Do it. But yeah, I wanted to bring up that because that's cool. um, we're slamming that, and we always talk about juniors. But yeah. yeah, so I wanted to bring that up. Make sure you get your juniors into that. It'll be a good one. Yeah, for sure. Shall we tag some questions? Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Oh, big one more shout out to our old bubble team fucking bench press fellow who's making his way to Adelaide. Yeah, If yeah. they let you in. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, oh, I think he's going surpri- to surprise me tomorrow night. <laughs> that's why. surprise me by surprising me. <laughs> that's why we're both leaving the state because we heard he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, fuck, I've got to schedule that fight on that day. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, um... I'll start with um, lead the way? actually probably the first two questions are probably both piss takes anyway. But <laughs> this is from um, Three Lions Gym in fucking <laughs> in WA. Why do my fighters keep dreaming of Pinky? It's hypnosis. Yeah, because I'm fucking in your fucking heads. <laughs> I'm in your head, boy. Yeah. I think just because I fucking talk too much and everyone hit doesn't stop hearing all love my fucking podcast. voice and fucking that was interesting. That was fucking loud. Where was that coming out of? Uh, coming out of the fucking other one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That was loud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, next one, bubble team bench press. Is it safe to drink Nam Yaradon Pon before getting pegged? So Nam Yaradon Pon is like a laxative, herbal laxative drink that fighters drink to fucking, it tastes like absolute pus. That's the one that you see on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, 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 to yeah. fucking clean the body out to heal uh, before getting pegged. So what he means like taking it up the butt butt. <laughs> um, probably not safe on the withdrawal of the penis. I'm guessing there's going to be an explosion. Um, um, Funding for Muay Thai in other countries other than the US. Um, Yeah, a lot of the... You don't find a lot of government funding in the developed countries, which is the funny thing, the countries that actually have the money to fucking... Yeah, yeah. It's all... A lot of, you know, a lot of the Eastern Bloc European countries, they all pay for their fighters to go to like IFMA and all that sort of stuff um yeah I've, we, we kind of did touch on this again like in when we're talking about IFMA and stuff and I think the important thing is you know our own people finding corporate sponsorship getting corporate money involved yeah, in our sport yeah. to try and make it that we have that extra money you know like and even things as far as I'm not sure what it's like in the US because this is from um I think it was Joe Stripling that Asked, um, 
it's I'm not sure what it's like in the US, but I know in Australia, like you can get government there's government grants and and only about thirty percent of it actually gets used. Each yeah, year. So, yeah, yeah. So like you can hit up, you know, if you're doing regional stuff, you can hit up like regional councils asking for for a, you know a council grant to help with production, you know, for putting on an event in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're work, if you got, you know, you're working with kids and this sort of stuff, you can sometimes get count, uh, government grants to fucking help with that. Yeah. Like with you guys, you know, you got the um, NDIS yeah, yes, yep. and all that sort of shit. School sports vouchers. School sports one. vouchers. Man, yep. if, if I can offer. Any advice to anyone in Australia who's got a gym and, and you want to go down that route of getting free money, like yeah. get these parents to use their school because a lot of these that a school sports voucher is a is a scheme done by our, our good friends at the government, and they give out money for your kid to do sport. It yeah. takes a hundred bucks off whatever you're doing. We use it for our kids, uh, for for all our kids here. It's good. Use it. A lot of parents don't even know that they can that they even have it. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. Hundred bucks towards sport. All you need is a Medicare card. Yeah. Fill out a form. They'll they'll pay for fees, or whatever and stuff like that. But yeah, there's another way to get funding for your kid. You know, we yeah, do it with sure. all our kids. We give our we've got youth. So if you're over the age of twelve but on the age of eighteen, we'll give you three months for it. We'll give you three months of training for if you just use your sports voucher. If you don't have gloves, we'll give you gloves and a couple months training as well. So yeah. there's options out there. You, the just, thing, guys, like, you just gotta chase it. Take advantage of the government because yeah. they that money literally, if it doesn't get spent, it just goes into the pockets of, yep. of the fucking the oppressors, you know, the people yep. that are at the top. It's most of the you know, tax money people want to whinge about, you know, doll bludges and shit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta understand that Sitting there. that that yeah, that money literally <clears throat> if it does it doesn't go back to fixing our fucking roads. Nah. Don't don't ever believe that shit. It goes into the fucking pockets of fucking rich people. Yeah. So spend that fucking money. We're just about to do it with all like because I do that because I do my decompression session. I'm about to take like go after men like mental health money. Yeah. Because I've got that sitting there and Good. it's such a big thing and they'll throw it out. So yeah. if it can keep the rent going in here for a couple of weeks and get us like a fucking even a speaker one time. Yeah. Then I'll do it. You know. But yeah, for sure. Go after your governments, kids. Yeah, your get, state governments. If you, if you can get any of that sort of yeah, stuff. That's a, Otherwise, you just need to organise corporate. Try and organise yeah. corporate money. Get to, a big sponsor. Or yeah, yeah, for sure. Something like that. Um, next one. What are your reasons for your suck, young pinky? Um, power protection center. So, I literally have... My, I've got a, like, literally almost... Probably 50% of my body's covered. 50? And the rest? Nah, I don't have to be 50, man. Like, you sure? Yeah, think about like, my whole, my arms, my whole back. I've got nothing on, not much on my stomach and ribs and, and my upper legs. That'd be, be 50% of skin, I reckon. Oh. But it's, um, <laughs> All right. but I literally, it literally covers everything from like protection, um, like helping with business, attraction, um, evasion of danger, bit, bit health, love. I'm literally, it's literally all of it. Um, these days I pretty much just go for like the, mainly the protection stuff and, and health and love stuff. So if, um, it's always good, you know, if you are thinking about getting it or if you're, you know, thinking of an amulet or whatever, you know, see what the, see what it's for, see what it's actually there to, to help you with and yeah. see if that's what you need in your life. Might not be what you think looks cool, but it might be what you need, you know. Um... Once again, you know, we, we do we do touch on this subject very often, mm-hmm. um, and I'm happy to talk about it every time as well. Because, as as we say, it's it's always different as to you know there's so many variables in it. But how old is too late to start training and fighting competitively? So start training never too late. Fighting competitively, there's no reason why you can't at any age as long as your body's holding up. Mm. But it's whether you are too old to go to make a career of it. Yeah. And as we said, males and females are different. Last, you know, last time, I think it was last yeah. week. It was only last week. Last yeah. week, yeah. So, you know, like a female could start at 35 and still rack up 30 fights. Yeah. A man starting at 35, I can guarantee they ain't going to rack up 30 fights. No. You'd be um, like me yeah. from now on. Yeah. Starting out and doing 30 fights. Yeah. Fucking be tough. Yeah, 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 <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. Tough. Um, I think you know the the main thing is having setting some goals early so that you know how far you want to go yeah so that because and and don't make your goal a world title because you're fucking kidding yourself like 
make it make it some realistic shit man you might you know aim, aim for a state title yeah. aim, aim for 10 fights aim, you know make them pretty like reasonable sort of level yeah. give level yourself goals. a push but yeah. give yourself that yeah that, man that same but, realistic but if you're starting at fucking 16 man world title everyone's <laughs> goal should be a fucking WMC WBC world title if they're starting at yep. a young age man, starting at 20 you can still fucking want to be a world yeah. champion you know like especially as a heavyweight yeah, man, as a heavyweight. Yeah, anyway, and that, and then, once again, you could start at 35 as a fucking as heavyweight, heavyweight yeah. and you could probably still rack up 35 <laughs> if you get matchups. But uh, yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. It's, there's so many variables for, a, you know, with the heavyweights, there's a lot more padding around the, the bones and stuff, so the beatings don't do as much damage to the fucking inner layers. <laughs> yeah, just to the brain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, <laughs> Just you to know, the doom. That's another thing. Like, if you... Depends on how durable your chin is. Depends yeah, on... Yeah, that's a big so, thing yeah. too, yeah. So I, I still suggest, you know, if you want to go... If you want to start later years, man, rack up 20 amateur fights. You know, you're better off doing that lower, lower, yeah. lower stress level stuff and you might be able to have then five or six pros, you know? You know how like being chinny, so like you develop being chinny, like you can get cracked so many times. That I was you, always chinny. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you always, so, so do you think that like that's just a thing? You're either born with a chin or born without a chin? A lot of Because I know you can, you can obviously lose it. Yeah. Like you can be tough as fuck. Yeah. Man, I was tough as fuck forever and I'd been knocked out for ages until I got, until I, till you get knocked out and yeah. then it's like, it's almost like your body goes, oh, you can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, so like... Do you reckon like there's some dudes who might walk in and just be chinny just off the bat? Yeah, that, I was. I was. I had a glass jaw. Yeah. A lot of it comes comes down to um, the muscle strength yeah, in your jaw yeah. as well, and a lot. Of, and sometimes you can, if you are chinny, you can strengthen yeah, the muscles yeah. around your jaw. Not necessarily going to fix it, but it can. Yeah. Um, but also, some people who chew on one side of their mouth all the time, like. That's part of the reason why I was chinny because I always chewed on the right hand side of my mouth. No way. Always, like, yeah. my, like all my childhood and stuff. Oh no. Um, it builds up one side of your mouth, you, your muscles more than the other. Yeah. So okay. when you get clipped, yeah. there's no, there's no yeah, fucking there's no strength on the other yeah, side. Okay, so, right. yeah. Um, so chew both sides of your mouth. I've, I've found that's a key. Yeah, I've, I found <laughs> I found munging on bums and and penises help <laughs> strengthen my jaw. Yeah, I heard right. a good joke, bro. Um, not sure if you've heard it. What did What did Cinderella say when she got to the bowl? So romantic. Yes, but beautiful. All right. Um, fighters switching stance. Is it effective? And thoughts on it? I love it. Me too. For someone who's good at it. Me too. I was yeah, just yeah. about to say yeah. the exact same thing. So you need to... I think the main thing with it is you need to be able to successfully change stance without people noticing. Yeah. Like if yep. you and if you can if you can fire off both sides the same, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it might not you might not be able to punch as good in one stance as you can in the other, but you you should be able to fire. You might not have the power at standing southpaw, yeah. as you do orthodox or whatever in your hands, or but you should have a nice left kick. You should mm. be able to still be able to def, be defensive. Yeah, that, I, I do. That's love my it. biggest thing. Yep. My biggest thing is like. All very well and good that you can change stance and attack, but can you change stance and defend? Because one of the main things I'll tell someone almost almost straight away, especially in early fights and in like first couple of fights, if they change stance, push forward on them, because nine times out of ten, if they're not comfortable, they change back straight away. So you can find out if they're comfortable in that stance or not, yep, yep. just by half pressure of, like just pressure. Yeah, yeah. Do they change back straight away? If they change back straight away, then you probably know that they're not good defensively yeah, yeah, 100%. as that stance. So yep. you can almost that's where you could exploit them yep. thinking they're exploiting you. You know, For so sure. my be good defensively. Thing, that, yeah, my that's latest thing in my gym is actually things. is is that defense thing. Like I've got a couple of guys who their offense is great. They work. They're good yep. at work, but you know it's. I'm making them do three defences for one offence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like defend three and three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, defend three to fire one offence. That's good, that. That's um, good. Those good little drills like that. And this is... this is So one of them's fighting in... I think... Five... No. Six or seven weeks, maybe. Six weeks? Yep. And he, for the six weeks, he's three and one. Yeah, he's doing yeah, this, yeah. He's doing this fucking three defence for one offence for the whole time. It is so difficult 
to actually spend a round. My challenge to anybody out there to spend a whole round being defensive, 100%. That, that ain't, by and that, I mean not throwing a fucking yeah. thing. And, and you know, no teep, no nothing. nothing. And just move and faint. See, for me, I do still count teep as a defense. But so I get do it. I. I get it. So yeah. do I. But like, I take that out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so don't I, throw I, a thing. Even harder. Get two guys who are aspiring to be nothing but defensive. Against each other. <laughs> that sounds like me sparring. Doing nothing. Yeah, doing nothing. Just looking and, at and, each and, other. And making them worried that I'm going to throw something yeah, so they yeah, don't throw yeah, it at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's the funniest thing. Like, this is a this is a take to the, like, if you're going to be older and start, that's the other thing too. When you're older, you, you treat your training smarter. Like, you, yeah. you take less damage. You don't need to go to war in the gym. You go to war, you know, like, you, you fight, you fight. But in the gym, it's like... TikTok, yeah. smart yeah. stuff, as, yeah, find a, your shots. As an older cunt, go in there. Yeah. Go in there and be, be defensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be defensive yeah. and smart about it, you know? Yeah. Don't did, don't want to punch on. You did it with Jai the other day. I'm like, I'm gonna do this first round, not getting hit and just play the game, and I was smart for one round, and then I was a boy again. And I was like, fuck it, let's go! <laughs> it was silly. But fun, silly. How's but, he coming um, has, has he come along? Has his knee's getting better, his knee's good. Um I trained him, I I PT him once a week. Now it was funny because we'd spent He's been here for three three years non-stop. Mm. And I was in the kitchen the other day having a chat with Beck and I said, oh, I've got a PT with Jai today. And she, go, and she asked if I, you mean, is he PTing you? I said, no, no, I'm PTing him. And I, I stopped and thought, and I'm like, for three years I've never trained him one-on-one, oh, no just shit. me and him. Oh, no shit. You know, like I'd done training with him and Beck, yeah, yeah. him and other dudes, he jumped in classes. That's funny, isn't we'd it? Do, we'd held pads, but it'd be like we'd hold pads and so on. But I'd never spent 45 minutes alone but, just with him yeah you know what i mean like you like you're around it. have you ever done that with panna have you done like hey panna come in i've got an hour free come let me hold pads for you i did really early on though yeah, that yeah, was yeah, during the scam demo yeah yeah so it's like yeah. early early you Fitty, know, never. maybe what yeah there you go Fitty, yeah never. it's funny that eh? like yeah. they're, they're your main people but yeah. when you work but when you think about them you actually i've never i'd never worked one-on-one just going okay show me what you got you know like it was like that sort of thing, yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was good, it was good. But I um, can't remember why I was saying that, but. Um, Cause we were talking <coughs> about, yeah, nah. Can't remember. Tangents, tangents. Tangents, but we, yeah, we anyway, uh, back, back to the first one. Uh, Shan, Os- yes, switching stance, good. Be yeah. good defensively. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You gotta yeah, be good defensively at it, and you'll be right. Yes. Um, and sneaky. <laughs> d- discuss fighters making the most improvement outside of fight camp. Okay, this is where people fuck up the most, I think. Out of fight camp, just plodding along. You know, instead of not putting in, you know, stop putting in physically and put in mentally. Yeah. Like, get better at some shit during that time. Like, it should be, it should be a given. It's what that time's for. Exactly, like, that's, like, and if, you know, everyone, like, everyone says, I love Muay Thai, you know. Well, if you love it, then work on it in that time, you know. Kick like, the bag a hundred times. Yeah, jab yeah. the bag. Jab kick the bag a hundred times. Perfect you know? that one thing. Well, and in your sparring, you know, work that one shot that you fucking know you need to work on. Yeah. Ask your trainer what what do I need to be doing? Like, you know, some people do it. Some people do it really good, and it is the best time to do it. In fight camp, isn't the time to fucking get better at shit. Yeah. It's time to get fit. You, sharp. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sharp, exactly. Get your eyes right and all that. Yeah. yeah. So during, like, out of fight prep is when you need to be. Being a fucking smart cunt, like mm. working, trying to perfect shit, make the things that you want to do good, make them good. Then you know they they might go to shit a little bit during fight prep or whatever. If they you know if you not haven't got enough of a, a lockdown on it, yeah. And then you come back and you fucking go again after that fight, you know, before you're ready yeah. for the next one, you know. Doom to doom to doom. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think, I think there's a lot of there's a lot to be said for using up that time yeah you don't have to be in there every day but it's also the, the mundane shit yeah. really it's the mundane shit that, yeah. that's going to get you better and as we've always said and then you got your nutrition look after your nutrition when you're not getting ready and then your mental yeah look after your mental when you're not getting ready yeah you know, all, all the, the yeah the best improved yeah just, yeah. yeah I think that whole like if the thing is if you really want to get good at it as well it won't be mundane anymore either you no know? that's right that's, yeah because yeah. like it, yeah, you'll almost start getting frustrated about, yeah, ah, fuck it's a it's a yeah. project it's a project yeah. so should, she should make that project yep. fun you know um why isn't there more pure muay thai fighters transitioning to mma i got this one for you buddy 
This is your favourite. <laughs> so I t- I, this is my belief on why. The ground game is too much to learn and they rely too much on their hands. So the idea of like going, oh, okay, well, I, like, it's like anything. Like you, you speak to any Muay Thai fighter going to box and they'll be like, yeah, I'd be good if I could just throw this. So the same thing is like you get an MMA guy coming to, coming to Muay Thai. Oh, man, yeah, but if I could take you to the ground, you'd be fucked. You know, it's like that. It's just the, the adaption between the two. I think a lot of like when, when a Muay Thai fighter decides to go to MMA, it's more, if they are a pure Muay Thai fighter, it's just an option for a fight more so than it is, I'm going to change careers and go to MMA. Yeah. Like you've got maybe one or two that are doing it well. Mini T's one. He was a you yeah. know, good Muay Thai kickboxer fighter and now he's made that transition yeah. to MMA. The, I, the other one is, is I think... I think they want to do it, but the work is so much to get at a high level. Like you're already a high level striker. Yeah. To add that high level jujitsu game to be able to match the dudes who. Yep. Because let's be honest, the striking in MMA is dog shit. It's shit. Right. It is not like there's there's decent striking, but there's nothing. There's, there's, there's just, no quality. There's too much going on. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. it's it's not like. It's, it's not the fact that it's like shit, shit striking. The fact that it's just too much shit going on. You've got to worry about a takedown. You've got to worry about elbows. You've got to worry about some funking, jumping, spinning weird shit that comes in that as well. So why I think that's the reason why the transition isn't happening so much either yeah. is because we're, the Muay Thai guys are good at stand-up. It looks clean and they're like, I don't think they want to sacrifice the cleanliness of their strikes to take the, to take the switch. Yeah. Also, the fact that being smothered on the ground and not being used to it is fucking something uncomfortable. And balls on your yeah, face yeah, is never it's, nice. It's uncomfortable as fuck if you're not if you're not into it. So I think that's a thing. There's another one who's transitioned over to MMA, and I'm pretty sure there's. I've just started talking about him being signed to UFC. Um, Sam Bark, Don Miller's boy. Okay, right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's. I'm pretty sure he's getting going to UFC. Okay, right to the Dana White Contender Series or something like. Yeah, maybe. Whatever yeah, that must is. Be, yeah, yeah cool. I don't know. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, you're right. And but he's like very yeah. successful, isn't it? Yeah, okay. But I think I think the reason that that they're not going there is just because it's it's behind there. Like to to catch up to to catch up yeah. that difference on the ground game is is and the stance is so different. You know, you're so tall, you're so stood upright for Muay Thai that the to change and drop your levels and change everything around it's yeah. sometimes too much it's probably the biggest change from one of the biggest changes from Muay Thai boxing exactly as well. yeah yeah that's, that's it you know, the stance the side, the yep. side stance side a little stance, bit more yeah. drop a little more bent down yeah I think I think what you're going to find is you're going to find more MMA guys coming to Muay Thai than you're going to find Muay Thai guys going to MMA mm. because I mean unless they're real early level if they're really early level Muay Thai and they realise they're shit they go to they, you see that a yeah, lot they, yeah they go the other yeah, way yeah yeah because yeah. it's not so fucking yeah they, like, they know they can be a spastic more shit to worry about yeah yeah, yeah 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 for sure yeah so that's what I reckon I reckon the ground game's too much to learn that's yeah. just what I think yeah and, and too gay um, <laughs> um <laughs> we almost got through that <laughs> we almost got through um Panpiak versus Superlek um so it's gonna be the well, let's go back to one last weekend. Yeah, the weekend. one that was on the weekend, yeah. So... Because that involves the other question that's, that, that's just above it. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you think sometimes... No, sorry. Rod Tang being a cunt. Oh, Rod Tang being a cunt, oh, <laughs> oh, being a cunt. yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Same thing, yeah. So, obviously, Lino knows how much I dislike Rod Tang, which is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, Rod Tang's a fuckwit. And L- I, I believe, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that fight was never going ahead. Yeah, okay. That they brought Rot Tongue there to fucking Singapore to still sell pay per views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they yeah, bring I can him there, that, that. Ev- that's the one fight everyone was talking about. Well, that one and Haggerty's fight too, which I, also didn't happen. Okay, all right. So I all all I the only two ones I really knew that were happening was. Um, Savas and yeah. and Rotang and Nongo oh, and, yeah, yeah. and Liam. Liam. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even, I didn't realise the Haggerty fight was happening. But the well, so what happened with the Haggerty fight? Um, I, I hadn't seen it. Just got pulled. Okay. I, I didn't read up on it. I just saw that there. I got a message from um, who did I get a message from? One of our guys. One of our listeners. I saw it on his. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So he, my, he yeah, my, out, yeah. my thought is that. They brought, they brought him there just to keep the ball rolling because he was 
from inside sources I've heard he was like five, like Rotung was like five kilos over him and there wasn't even an attempt at making it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing is, that's what happens when you know all the rest of them were were, were dedicated to it because they wanted to f- get to the opportunity to fight for the fucking title, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they want their million, but they want to fight for that fucking title. Rotung was already the champion. Yeah, he didn't yeah, even yeah. have to be in that eight man. Yeah, that's right. And his yeah. whole reason was going, oh. Well, you know, if there's, it's going to have all the top guys in it, I might as well be in it too. Like, that was his reason for wanting to be yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even have to be in it. And, you know, he's a bit of a fucking prima donna now. And he... Um, yeah, so... Get on to what what original question was. So, your right time's a fuckwit. And... Just... He's, it's personal, so I, I don't like him as a, as a human. So, just so everyone knows. Um, so, Savas... Got fucking slept by fucking... By <laughs> look who's out there, Meech. Yeah. Meech, hey! <laughs> podcast, bro. Podcast. <laughs> come, come and make a fucking visit. Fucking make an appearance, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, coming pa- in, bro. Pampiak jumped in on last. Bang. Um, Pampiak was the replacement for Rot Tongue, and Savas got fucking. Clipped with a right hook and and pretty much dropped and then head kicked while he was already out. Um, and then the other one, <laughs> Superlek was fighting um, Gon- um, Gonzalez. That's right. Walter Gonzalez, and that was just easily fucking. That yeah. was that was never going to be a thing. Nah. Um, just taken out with elbows really early. So really two really quick ones. So the final Pumpyak versus Superlek. Man, two A-class fucking tyres. That's a good fight. Yeah, it, it is. And I wonder if Pumpyak's going to have the size for Super Leg. You going to go? I'm giving free gun work. All right, bro. Uh, see <laughs> good to see you, bro. Good seeing you. Good, good day, podcast. Have a good evening. <laughs> for those that don't know, Michi's like one of my OGs. He, um, he's... He's fought for you? Yeah, he's had two fights for me. His first one, he fought Carl, who's now at Powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they fought each other. Um, and had his first fight at like thirty fucking six or something. There's there, there you go. There you go. And then <laughs> and and lost. And then just before lockdown, he had his second fight and beat a twenty two year old. You boy. Yeah. So yeah, nah. Fuck. He's like one of my um, life members of the gym, like free life members. Yeah. For, yeah. for the rest of time on the plaque. Here he was. He was just in. He was in the area. He popped in. Said I. Yeah. He's in the hood. In the hood. So, um, yeah. so anyway, back to the so <laughs> Punpiak. Technically beautiful, uh, real good IQ, super leg, big right leg, um, left leg, whatever, fuck, rear leg, fucking Jesus, heads all over the shop at the moment. Um, That's big, what happens when Meech comes in. Yeah, 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 d- distracted by his devilishly good looks. Um, yeah, so big power kicks versus, versus IQ. Um, you know, it comes back to tie versus tie, are they really going to fucking have... You know, they're both going to really have their heart invested in it. Yeah, do you think? I I have the feeling, like, Superlek looks super fit in this fucking eight-man. And he's been the favourite. Everyone has said he was going to win it. Um, you know, would I have much rather have seen him versus fucking Rotung in the final? Fucking oath, I would have. But... For what reason? Oh, because I want to see Rotung get beat. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yeah, but is it a better final? I think... I think they, bo- they both would have been good finals. And I, But then again, I don't even know if Rotung would have beaten Savas, you know? Maybe that was the reason why he didn't put in and why he yeah, did this okay, way. Yeah. Maybe he was doubting himself or something, you know? Savas literally trained... And this is another problem. Like Savas trained to fight Rotung. Yeah. There's, there's always got to, You've always got to play the variables game, you know? Yeah. It's being one-eyed on who your opponent is... It, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It's too often there's changes, you know. So, well, the other thing I think about too, like I know the I know that that tournament was done over weeks. Yeah. But wouldn't you just? I mean, you know, like I think about a format. So, for example, if you're in a one night four man, you're not going to go. Oh well, I think I'm going to get to the final. I'm going to fight that dude. You know, I'm going to fight as if this guy's going to get to the final. I'm going to train as if that's going to be the. The fight of my thing. You're just gonna train. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I think it works better you know? where you for the uh, for the person to just train all round. That's what I mean. Yeah. You, you look at everyone in the fucking. Yeah. If, if it's an eight man, you look at all the other seven people. Yep. And look at some 
certain defense. Okay, I need to have all these defenses down. That's back. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, um, what, what collectively are they are they good at? Yeah, and then that's what I need to look out for. And then the rest is me. Yeah, it's my game. Or yeah, what I yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I do think you know, like the final. I'm gonna call Superlek winning it. No. Um, Pumpiak man, three years in a row, he won Fighter of the Year and shit in Thailand. And, yeah. and young, he's young as fuck, you know. Super Superlek is a little bit older. Um, hasn't been fighting A class in Thailand of late. It's Pumpiak's been a little bit more inactive actually. Like yeah. he, he just had that one fight where he bashed that Mexican on a few few months ago. On, on one as the, yeah. like the replacement yeah that's thing. right yeah yeah so um yeah who knows man um it's it's interesting you know because he was supposed to fight Haggerty right yeah Pumpy Up was supposed to fight Haggerty and yeah I, I don't know oh that's why the fight was off because Pumpy Up jumped in against ah of course yeah there you go of course yeah so man imagine that being all going all the way there to fucking fight Pumpy Up and then fucking yeah fuck so yeah, so I, I think I'm gonna say Superlek. Uh, anyone want, wants to put a hundred bucks on it, I'm keen. Yeah, boy. If more than one person wants to put a hundred bucks on it, I'm keen. <laughs> yeah, boy. But yeah, so it's gonna it's actually gonna be a fucking amazing fight, um, considering it's one championship. Um, do you think some trainers are okay with their fighters missing weight? I think some fight some trainers are unprofessional. And too fucking delirious in their own little world to care enough. To not be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the number one thing. It's fucking embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. And and I think some trainers are like, oh, oh, they've missed. Oh, well, it is what it is. It's not. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Everyone, anyone in this world has the right to make a mistake. Everyone has the right to fuck That's up. That's it, and, yeah. But... If, if one gym is constantly missing weight or one fighter is constantly missing weight, that just shows unprofessionalism. Yeah. Um, and it starts at the top, you know, the, if the trainer's leading by example, then the rest of the rest, rest of the people follow. Yeah. Um, I don't... I, I don't think it should be a thing that it should be accepted by anyone. Nah. By anyone. It's cheating. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's controlled cheating. Controlled cheating and, and um, not and just lack of respect for the fucking art, for the promoter, yeah, for the yeah. opponent. It's just shit. It shouldn't it shouldn't be a fucking thing. But unfortunately in in the world that we're in, not enough people give enough fucks about anyone. Yeah. So they're not gonna really care about an opponent, you know? That's true. That is true. Um, which current top level pro Aussie Muay Thai fighters would you like to see try their hand at boxing? Personally, none. Because <laughs> we don't have enough fucking Muay Thai fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, to be jumping. But in saying that, I would like, if, if it had to be a thing, Jonathan Aulu, I'd like yeah, to see him boxing. Yeah. I, I think he'd adapt really well. Yeah. Um, I would like to see. There ain't many. No, there's, there's, there's not, really no, not no, there's that not. many where I've seen and gone, oh, you'd be fucking sweet yeah. to see it fucking just move, you know? I, I think I think there are a few who could have a go and maybe do okay at it. Um, I also, the question was, um, where are we? top level pro Aussies, like the top level in Australia isn't actually very high, but... Um, and they ain't that good at boxing. No, no. Like, like, there's there's the, nothing that I can say no. that... The, the one who I picked out has already made the change. Yeah. It's Benny. Ben, ben Money. Ben, yeah, yeah, Benny Money made the change and he looks good as a boxer. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't, and he had good hands to be like to yeah. begin with, you know? Like, yeah. I can't think of anyone off the top of my dome. And that's uh, apart from, um, uh, who'd you say? Um, Jonathan Aulu. Yeah, that's right. And that's yeah. only because I've recently seen him fight yeah. and, he, and he had, you know. And even, you know, on, on talking about Aulu, even, you know. <laughs> but that wasn't it. like slick, slick hands either. You no, know? he's like got he heavy hands. Power. He's yeah, got yeah. heavy hands. So it's, that would translate yeah. well. He's, he's durable. He's got heavy hands. Yeah. I, I think, you know, you know, learning a little bit of head movement, learning a little bit of angle change, and he could do, do all right with it. Who you know, we... Cruz Briggs could be a, a banger. Like he, yeah. would, I don't think he'd be very slick as a boxer, but I think he'd be, um, you know, like a power walk forward sort of punch style. Yep. And then who have we got? And then you got um, we've actually got a ace. Bo- have you seen that ace boxing group? Ace boxing group's a um, obviously a boxing card. They have a couple of dudes coming up on September 3rd, I think. Isn't, uh... Oh, Jake Lund. Yeah, so Jake Lund. 
Um, I don't know how he's going to go at boxing because he, he doesn't have a big extension on his hands. And yep. it's, it's yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see how he adjusts. And uh, Rocky is fighting on that card as yeah, well. Yeah, so Rocky's just good all round. Hey, he can do everything. He's a bit of a bit of a he's man. an athlete. Oh, an athlete. And when I say an athlete, like an athlete within the fighting. Yeah, combat athlete. Yeah, yeah. he can, he can do. You can switch through between them. Any of it. Yep. Like boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, yep. whatever, and he can do it, you know? He's actually fucking... Like, he's one of those rarities who can actually... Change across the Change career, and yeah. be good at them all. Yeah. It's actually crazy. Um, what about... Um, this, this is an interesting one, because I've had these people in my fight team before and haven't really had a problem with it. Um, are there any fighters with asthma... Having a tough time keeping up in practice. Um, my biggest thing, and fucking cunts may dig at me or whatever for it, get the fuck off of the puffer. Like, you with with asthma, you need to learn to control your breath. Like, seen it. I mean, I've seen people do. It, I've seen people conquer asthma through. That's why they say swim because it makes you yeah, breathe yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah. You breathe in. You breathe out while you're yeah, swimming, you know, you like it's turn your head and, and that, that is the there. that is the cure for asthma. Yeah, okay. like you're 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 gonna have the problem. You're gonna have a problem with your lungs all the time. But while you're relying on steroids, which is those those puffers, your lungs will never do the job for you. You need to train your lungs. And if every time you're fucking feeling puffed out, like we're going to have an asthma attack. An asthma attack is a fucking panic attack where you don't breathe. Yeah, calm your breathing down. Work on breathing then start your training. Like, get your breathing down pat so that you know, then start exercising a little bit so you start getting puffed, calm yourself down with your breathing again. Like, if you don't yeah, learn okay, to breathe, yeah. you will never get past the asthma. And if you're, you, if or every time, if you're just fucking chugging down a fucking puffer, you will never, never, never get better. Most of the people I know who we have here who train, who have a puffer, don't use it anymore. Good. They started here, they'd use it like, and I'm talking like, they'd use it at the start. Like you'd see them like going in between, like skipping rounds and yeah. shit. They'd be like, okay, they go get and a drink. Thing, they're just getting puffed then, out. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing. Like, it's so, a and fucking all, head thing. And all thing. that thing is just sort of relaxing. I reckon it was just like a borderline, like it's obviously helping. The story's obviously helping. It's, it's yeah, it does. It helps, yeah. But I also think it's a fucking placebo with people's A lot brains. of, 100%, 100%. 100%. It become, yeah. You become reliant on it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's that whole, oh my God, I can't breathe. Oh my God. Yeah, you can't breathe because you're unfit, can't yeah. you? Like, I can't. Yeah. Same I, with running. Because, yeah, yeah, Same sure. idea with running. Yeah, 100%. People stop, not because you can't breathe, just because you're unfit and it doesn't feel For right. sure. Because um, you, you also know, like, I, um, I've used a puffer. And it's worked on me when I've been tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it opens yeah, up, yeah, it relaxes right, yeah. your fucking your Someone airways. Someone told me to use one. Someone told me to use one for saying. Yeah, they they have they have a they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, being reliant on it isn't going to fix you. No, that's right. And 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 trusting that like this is another trusting the fucking medical industry that they've got your your best interests at heart. If anything, with what have we learned over the last fucking two and a half years? No one, money, they, they money, don't give money, a money. yeah, they don't give two fucks about you. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. literally it. Yeah, you make money. Oh, they're making money when they buy it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a expert when it comes to lungs, but I know that everybody who's used a puffer here is less reliant on their puffer. Yeah. And the, the the proof of it is like the number one down. thing. I don't know what they if they still say it. But back in the day, ninety <laughs> percent of the Olympic swimming team were asthmatics, oh, and they okay, started right. swimming. Yeah, right. For their to, asthma. To, to quit their asthma. Yeah, to, to cure their asthma. Like, and the thing is, because they calm their breathing down, yeah, they focus, yeah. they learn how to breathe. It's it's a, it's a strong in-breath, it's a long, slow-out breath underwater. Yeah, yeah. It's a strong in-breath. And what, what else does that? Wim Hof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Four, count four in, count six Fucking out. Wim Hof. Count four in, count six Sound out. Like my it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a quick in-breath, it's a long-out breath. Yeah, exactly yeah. like swimming. And that's that's how you fucking get your lungs working properly, and the, and how you actually get through fucking asthma. It, it's and at the end of the day, fucking have a dig at me, cunts. But it's an excuse. Do it. It, it becomes an excuse where you oh I can't do it, man. If anyone who wants to do it will get past it, and I fucking promise you that. Um, um, I don't know 
I can't see the picture who this guy is. I'm not sure where he is. Um, but yeah, inbox me and and I can I can probably put you onto a couple of my guys who have fucking who have fought with asthma yeah. and shit and to know that you know from being unfit and needing a puffer to being fit and not needing a puffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All come down to controlling a breath. Control. Um, okay, next one is for me super quick fucking answer. Not sure if you're going to be interested in answering it. What does your what are your thoughts on Krav Maga? Why does it get so much hate? Um, quickest answer is probably the wrong podcast for the question. Um, <laughs> second, it probably gets so much hate because it's not really in the realm of what we're we're into. Like yeah, it's sort of like to us, Krav Maga I think falls in that karate thing. And if you're if you're a boxer, or if you do Muay Thai. Or if you do MMA, sorry, but not sorry. Anything karate, anything Krav Maga, everything taekwondo it's a little shit to us. You know, it's just a little shit. Yeah. So that's why to us, I look at like, oh, my old coaches do Krav Maga, teach Krav Maga. I think it's good. Like, I think, like, it's, like it's handy. Like, it's a yeah. handy skill, right? It's like, yeah. like, it's like riding a scooter. And it's handy to have. Yeah. Like, I can ride an electric scooter. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but you know, like, it, it's got some things in it. That are fucking handy, yep. but so does fucking believing in God. No, I don't believe in God. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like it's got a things that are like it's probably got little tricks that'll help you. I can see its use. Obviously, what is it? Uh, where's it from? It's like a an Iraqi military thing. That's that's no, what it is. Actually, Israeli. Yeah, Israeli, Iraqi, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I'm, I'm terribly racist, and I don't know the difference between the two. No, I'm not racist. I just don't know. The, I'm ignorant. There we one's go. One's Arab, one's Jew. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't fucking know, right? White guy from Salisbury. Give me a break. But yeah, no, like the um, it was like obviously it's used. It was it was it was a martial art for a, for a for a um, uh, defense force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Muay Thai? No, no. Muay Thai was never a martial art. Oh, it was it was used in war. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. so it's like it's come from something like that. Yeah. So I can yeah, understand yeah, it's yeah. probably got a practical use somewhere. Yeah. It gets so much hate. Because it's fucking little fucking weird to us. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. Yeah, it, that, it, that's my answer. Right? Krav Maga is cool to Krav Maga people. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, that it's, like Tai Chi is cool to Tai Chi. People. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Wing Chun. I don't know what that is, but apparently that's a thing. And that's <laughs> and that's same, cool to Wing Chun people. And that's it. And that yeah, same deal. So, you know, you uh, know, know. Now. Oh, I guess you could do have some more. I've got some fucking screenshot ones, eh? Yeah, yeah. Totally I'll, I'll get you. I'll, I'll interrupt. I'll go DVD, a video, or um, anything like that to potentially um, for a newfound Muay Thai. Uh, this this bloke's not far off forty. He's a regular member of a small club. Um, uh, he's been to a couple of local shows, but he doesn't really understand the traditional side of all, or like or like the ceiling of the ring and stuff like that. Yeah. Well. Well, buddy, you can go back and listen to some of our pod- old podcasts because yeah. we've slammed on the traditional stuff like that. Yep, yep, yep. But um, I would reach out and say Warriors of Hong Kong is a good series to watch. Yep, um, yeah, 100%. Really, really good, good series yep. to watch. It's the reason I moved to Adelaide or part of the reason that I was that I moved to Rikers, for, for no instance. Shit. You know, I was over in Perth. We were looking to move. I just watched the first series of Warriors of Hong Kong and I'm like, Kim Johnson looks like a nice fella. I'm going to Rikers. Oh, no shit. So I went to Rikers that's pretty and did cool. that. Yeah, so that's how I met Kim and through that. So, so through that show, I learned a heap from that show. Yeah, I also yeah, watched, you know, when I was fighting, that was the thing that I, that was my go-to weekend thing to watch before fighting. Yeah. I watched the, the first series of Warriors of the Hong Kong the week of my fight. Just, it just got me in the fucking swing of yeah, fighting. I just no loved shit. it, man. It got me fucking revved up. And, that's cool as fuck. You know, like it, it was cool. I liked that. that. That was a lot of what I did. So, Warriors of the Hong Kong was a big one for me. Yeah. I learned a lot of stuff from. Yeah, sick. And uh, Ring Love's podcast is also a very good way to learn. <laughs> so, and ask us as many questions as you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he said, um, he said uh, the guy gets plenty, plenty of newbie questions up, must see, from a cardio Burks. kickboxer. You're yeah, not a cardio... But here's the thing, Brenny. I reckon you've trained with me a while ago at the old gym. The name rings a bell. Yeah. And, I, and you're not a cardio kickboxer, mate. You had some fucking skill back then. You know, like I remember it. He did. Uh, if it's the same dude, if it's Brenny Mac, the bloke who came f- to Full Tilt Fight and Fitness a couple of years ago, you're not a cardio kickboxer, mate. You got some skills, so stick with it. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, yeah. nice. Um, I got one. What's your opinion on people struggling with other people's expectations of you? Um, hmm. So, 
Okay, if the, it's whose opinion matters. Yeah. Okay, whose opinion matters? In your Muay Thai thing, your trainer's opinion matters. More than your own. Yes. And if your trainer thinks you are capable, then you need to fucking have faith in what your trainer has to say. Man. And it, it comes back to having a fucking excuse. If you, if you don't want to believe in yourself, but everyone else seems to, then I'm sorry, but you're... You're just a shit cunt. <laughs> like you, it's true though. You know, yeah, like yeah. you, you're, you're look. You just don't want to fucking put in to, to be to reach those expectations. Because those expectations are there. There's a reason for it. When it's a, someone who's you know an experienced trainer. Okay, let, let's put it this way. Me with Jason, Fifty Shades, right? I have expect. I that guy should be battling it out with all the fucking A class guys in Australia at. at Seven, 65, 63 and a half, some of them even at 67. He should be there doing that. But he doesn't want to live up to those expectations. Yeah, okay. And, and that comes through, you know, the choice of not wanting, to, not wanting to fail. Yeah. Like, there's no such thing as failing when you've given 100%. So that's... And when there's expect, expectations put on you, the expectation comes from what is expected of you putting in. If you are putting in and you are showing your 100% commitment to what you're doing, that's where the expectation pretty much starts and ends. Mm. Like, the winning and the losing bit, fucking who cares? Yeah. Like, the expectation is that you will put in, you'll do everything it takes to get to, to be world champion, even if you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then how the fights actually play out isn't the fucking problem, you know? That's that's the important bit. You need to be fucking focused on, you know, okay, they've got faith in me. Why have they got faith in me? If you don't know why they have faith in you, ask them. And if they do have high expectations of you, ask them. And those expectations, ask how you what the path is to reach those expectations. It may just be more dedication. And if you're not dedicating purposely so you don't have to reach those expectations, that makes you shit. Hmm. That, that shows how yeah. little respect you have to that trainer. Yeah. That's a big one for me. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah! Um, we just got a late question. Oh, did we? Yep, just then, as I'm looking at you, lucky fuck. Serious question. First impressions when somebody walks into your gym, um, I reckon whether they, they have it or not. Um, Do you have that? Can you look at someone and go, yeah, they got it, or yeah, they no, don't? I, I, I put Jason in the fight team after his first session. Yep. Like, he got in there... Hit the fucking was hitting the fucking um, it doing whatever technique drills. I was like, "You want to fight?" He's like, "Yeah, right." Four months later, he jumped in. Three and a half yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Four months later, he jumped in at his first fight. Um, a lot of the time, you can. Some people, it takes time to warm into it. Yeah, but but yeah. if you do spot them early, it's due to them not being tense, them not overthinking it, them just having a go. Yeah, yeah. And doing okay at it by having a go. Yeah, that's right. It's, you don't necessarily need and to not be, being scared. Yeah, That's a big one to see. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for no sure. No fear, no fear yeah. of it. You know? Like the just just having a fucking right old crack at it yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. doing okay at it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's for me. Like I, think I told you about our new boys, two new boys, yeah. like that. They just come in, they just try, and I'm like, cool, you're good, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jump on the balls. So um, we've just had a um a bit of a thing. So we're matched against each other again. Oh, yeah, our students are, are fighting each other again. again. So two fucking local shows in a row fighting each other. That's good, actually. Yeah, it's good. I'm stoked fucking, you know, Shari's, Shari's matched again. So. Yeah. Um, now, this one came as well. This one was like, did you read that one? What was that one? Or was that just a comment? That oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, fuck it. Sorry. I totally forgot about that. It's from Mikey. Yeah. Um, Michael from Viper Muay Thai, our friends out there. Is the awesome ending to the Shawfar versus um, Pet Dumb fight an indication of what great fights we can expect to see in Thailand if they choose to fight the last round instead of dance. 100, 100%. Like, obviously that fight, the only reason he fought on is because at the end of the fourth, they knew Pet Dunn was tired. So so there was a chance of him actually, you know, Chorfar bashing him, which he did. Yeah. And fucking disgusting ripoff. And now the gamblers have raised like 150,000 yeah, bucks to, eh? to give him a tip, give him a bonus, which, which, which was his bonus. That's what the bonuses were supposed to be for him for winning that fight. So, which is the in the corner? They were like one of the gamblers said, "You win this fight in the fifth round, hundred fifty thousand baht." 
yeah, yeah. So, so he actually won. That's fucking disgusting that they gave that to, to Pet Dumb. Oh, they gave the draw, I mean. Pet Dumb dropped Chofar early. But that you can't come back in the fifth round like that in Thailand. Drop him, fucking make him look like an absolute fucking jelly bean and not fucking win it. Like that's, yeah. And, man, he, he was really upset out the back. Um, Sanctinoy's wife was, like, so fucking pissed off. She was saying, like, what, what do we have to do to fuck... It's not okay. What do we have to do for him to win? Like, he does all the right things and just doesn't get fucking... Doesn't get the win, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, but, in saying that, so... If they're made to... If they're made to fight, when it is close, that's what's going to happen. Someone's going to have to fucking... Or even when it's really not close. If they're not allowed to dance it off, if you're... If, you know, the odds are 25 to 1 in the fuck at the end of the fourth round, one direction... Man, there's nothing... If, if to fight in the fifth round, there's nothing to lose for that guy who's got the odds against him to start throwing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he comes back and wins. All of a sudden, fucking some gamblers are getting rich, some are getting murdered. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's a fucking... It's a big fucking... It's a big turnaround. Man, it's... Got, and I know you wouldn't have watched it. It happened in the UFC on the weekend. Yeah. It was a big fight on the UFC. The dude's getting poleaxed for fucking five rounds. Was this the head kick thing? Yeah, the head kick thing. Just fucking... It was a beautiful head kick and everything. But that dude was like... Won the first round, got trounced for three rounds, and then that pulled that Hail Mary out in the last thing. But like... That's... That's what I never understood. Well, that's what I don't understand about the dancing thing is like... If you're the other guy and and he's dancing away from you because he thinks he's won, I'm fucking want to rip your fucking head off. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, in Thailand, you can't. That's right. I know. You'll, and get, it's you'll like, get fucking you. You'll get fucking taken out by the gamblers. Which is like that's where. Yeah. It, that's where. Yeah. The, the, that's where it's better being here. Yeah, and, and, and that's for where me, it's so much better. Yeah, being and, here and than that for me, that's where the gambling know? is fucking it. Yeah. Where the gamblers are, there's so much riding on the, with these gamblers instead of having a gamble. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. If, if it was just yeah, if it was a couple of guys having a fucking punt, and you know, the dudes were fighting for that fucking you know, man, they could fight five rounds, get the end of it. Yeah, sweet man, I won. Huh? Eat a dick. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, 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 like what you do. Yeah, like we do. Like a yeah. hundred bucks on that fucking fight. You know, at the yeah. end you're like, hey, sorry, buddy. Hey. Yeah, 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 you know, exactly. Like, yeah, but it's not. They like are some of these dudes living off their. That's game? all they like, do. That, that, that's, that, that's it. That's, that's their. That's what they're the, doing. That's, so in the um. What was the fucking series called again? Hurts Like, uh, Hell. Hurts like Hell. In yeah. Hurts Like Hell, they talk about it as a guru. So a guru is like a bookie. Nah, right. So they're, they're, they're legit bookies. and they, But the, mm. then the dudes are professional gamblers too. You know, they actually just go there and throw their money around, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking like some of it, man. Like, I get it. I've done it before. Yeah. You know, not there, but you know, like I was a poker player. So I was yeah. fucking throwing money around like, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a life before this one, I was a fucking degenerate gambler and lived at a casino playing poker for hours on end. Fuck. Yeah, hours, bro. I'd, I'd fucking man. I used to, I used to tell my mum, I'd go, I'd, I'd get home from work at about six o'clock. I'd eat dinner. I'd be sitting there. Po- the poker tables didn't open till eight o'clock, so I'd sit at home playing poker on the computer, waiting Fuck. for the time to leave. And then at eight o'clock, I'd go, Mum, going to see a man about a horse. Get in the car, drive to the casino, be at the casino till two, three o'clock in the morning. Drive home. My alarm goes off at five. Get up, go to plumbing the next day. All next day. And then go do that. And then I started training. And this is when I stopped playing poker. Oh, no shit. Because I'd train. I'd go, da-da-da-da, I'm going go to work all day. And then I'd go, okay, now I'm going to go to training. I'd go to training. I'd be like, come fuck, I don't want to casino anymore. That, and I also ran out of money. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that was a... So I get the gambling life yeah. and how you can chase it and want to do it. But, yeah, for sure. Like, and the, yeah. you know, people, people are always getting fucking killed over it and fucking... Yeah, yeah. It, Robin it, Peter to play to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, it, it's you know, it's a sad part of it. But the thing is, you should be they should be able to fight for five rounds. They used to in the in the golden era, they fought for five rounds. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, we're still when, gambling. When did it really start changing? Like, when did oh. it? Or what maybe started change? I think people you know, get killed. The <laughs> the real realizing that. The gamblers realizing that they could manipulate it a little bit more. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. By make by shortening the fucking danger in losing money, you know. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. By, yeah, so it sort of just got to the point where it got less and less and is less. Is it borderline match fixing what they're doing? No, because the, there is legit match match fixing where you, you know you pay to throw a fight yeah, and yeah, stuff. That's right, yeah. But no, nah, it's but not. Like, I'm, t- I'm sorry, I'm more like looking at the line. 
you know, like how the line changes all the time, like, or the line changes in sports betting when you do, like, like what you're saying. So, so the line changes throughout the fight. Could be two to one at the start, and then three yep. rounds in, it's like, okay, so now it's four to one, now yep. it's twenty-five to one, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So, someone putting a big bet on can change those odds, yeah. Yeah. In between rounds. Yeah, yeah. So that's where could you not? I know one person bets big on this to drop the odds, and then you got someone else so playing the a, other that's side. That's cool. How it does work. That's yeah, how yeah, yeah. It's kind of match yeah, fixing, okay, I guess, right, yeah, to yeah. a point, but in a weird sort of way. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. But hey, fuck, man, if you're good at maths. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. much what it is. It's fucking. Yeah. It's a terrible maths problem. And yeah, and and being willing to lose money. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Five, five round, fighting five rounds would be sick. You know, like if, you know, even just the first two feeling out, and then fighting for the last three would be great. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Definitely, you know, a fight like that is a fucking cracker and probably, you know, it could be, if it didn't have that sour ending with the shit decision, it probably would have maybe won, like, the most brutal fight of the year sort of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. In, in Thailand, I reckon, but, yeah, who knows? Yeah, right. Who fucking knows? That wraps up our questions for this week, does it not, sir? It certainly does. And I think that means that wraps up our podcast for the week, I think. It certainly does. Time to do some school runs. S- fuck yeah. I've got a fucking, I've got a PT and then a school run. Yeah. I'm going to fucking slip that one in. I've got to fucking do this PT and then run. Um, but yeah, so we will be away. Um, good luck to you. To, and to you guys. All the best for Friday and night. And should be good. Um, your fight's uh, Rebellion, you said? Saturday, yep. Saturday, Saturday night. night. Jump on the stream. Watch Rebellion. Support Rebellion. Um, if you want, if you're from my gym or even if you just want to see some good, some, some boxing, some good boxing, it's on Friday night. I'll post it on my Instagram. There is a, my, there's a, there's a, stream. a live stream. Sick. Love stream. Okay, so cheer on to my wife. Yep. Um, cause if she wins, I get lucky. No. <laughs> and if she doesn't, <laughs> I get lucky. I get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if I win, if she wins, I get lucky. If she loses, she gets unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, anyway, um, you guys have been wonderful. Thanks again for an awesome lot of set of questions. Um, like us on Instagram, uh, Ring Lovers Podcast. Team Pinky Muay Thai, Stand Up Guy Podcast. Fuck yeah, my next comedy gig is the 20th of September. I'll also be at the comedy next uh, Saturday. Yeah, no, this Saturday. Again, fuck! Stupid <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you did it last week. I you know. Actually, you actually did it last week. Oh yeah, so week. will we? Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Alright, sweet ass. Anyway guys, love you to death. See you later. Peace! Peace!